Blog Talk Radio. Robbery for Yeti We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that Hunter taking this year time for tuning one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, where we keep uplifting to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. We're so glad for day one more again, even in the midst of the storm. Flooding is still going on in the Carolinas, especially in North Kakalaki. So this year evening, we're going to take a moment of silence for do a prayer for all we family were in the midst of having to recover and some we can't make them back to the coast because it cut off. We just could pray for them for be strong and for them to have everything what they need. Amen. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. We're so glad if I did write you one more again for you and thing like that and for her on the children to join me this evening because this one was special broadcast and thing like that. So we want to make sure all the hundred children understand me, understand the way we do crack we teeth right here, where we the beat. So in order for all of my global listeners, all of the Gullah Geechee, non-Gullah Geechee listeners, to truly understand all of what we have to share tonight, that's why I'm going to use this language that a lot of people in the world know, or at least your translation devices can translate, 
because it's crucial that you grasp everything that we're talking about here tonight in the midst of this recent hurricane hurricane that just is passing through and is headed northward, and we have our prayers for the folks up in Appalachia and further north because they are anticipating still the continued rains falling from the Florence Tropical Depression at this point, which had been Tropical Storm Florence, had been Hurricane Florence, is now down to Tropical Depression Florence. And this is the peak of hurricane season, so let's not try to figure, oh, well, that's over with, so now everything will be going back to normal. No, normal this time of year in the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, is that this is hurricane season. We have the regular four seasons everybody else has, and we also have farming season. We got planting season. We got harvesting season. We got hurricane season. So we have all these different seasons that go on here. We have about seven to everybody else's four. So definitely this time of year, you know, the hurricanes come knocking at people's door, tropical storms, so on and so forth. And the best thing to do is to be prayed up, but also always be prepared. So most of you who follow us at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E, on Twitter and on Instagram, and Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, you are quite well aware that before we enter hurricane season each and every year, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is the sponsor for this broadcast, which you can find us at gullahgeechee.net, ain't no I and Geechee for the week, gullahgeechee.net. When you hear us talking about this, we talk about it back in April, March, April, because May officially opens the season. It just so happens for whatever reason that this time of year, September, October, becomes the peak of the hurricane season. Now with Facebook, it reminds you of the storms that you've already gone through, that you've lived through, because interestingly enough, Facebook sent me my images today, and I was doing Irma recovery on this date a year ago. So we were doing Irma preparation last year at the same time that this year we were dealing with Florence's arrival and her coming through here. So it's almost on the exact same date. It's almost like clockwork when you look at how these storms are coming to this coastline. And also, you know, it was the same thing that we dealt with Texas having flooding and everything because they had gotten hit just a week before us. Well, there was no difference here this year either. People in Texas have been sending us prayers, and we send prayers back to them because they were in the midst of massive flooding that was happening. Our prayers go out to folks over in China. Typhoons hit China and the Philippines. Our prayers out for them. Massive storms the same time that Florence was coming here. There were some four to five different storms that were seen in the Atlantic simultaneously. Now, when I first saw it, there were two. I thought, what kind of thing is that two years ago? Now, they're up to five at once that were headed toward the Antilles, the Lesser Antilles, they were headed toward the Gulf, they were headed toward toward Hawaii, they were headed toward Philippines. The typhoon is the same thing. In in Asia typhoon is like a hurricane here. So when you hear typhoon, don't think it's something different. Think of it as the same thing in a different language, just be called by a different name. 
that still brings wind and rain and damage, and therefore you need to be above the water, not in the water. While a storm is going on and as it is passing, currently what is taking place is because of the tremendous amount of rain that the Carolinas has had, that Texas has had over the months prior to the hurricane season, much less into the hurricane season, when this now is happening, the rivers are already holding all they can hold, the creeks, the estuaries, the ponds, all these things already holding all of what they can hold. The ground is saturated. So now when you go ahead and now take what would amount to months of rain and dump it within a couple of hours, there's no place for it to go except for it to crest, for it to try to find. It seeks its own level. Water seeks its own level. But it is powerful. And so that's how it comes. You can generate energy from water power. Remember, there used to be steamboat engines and things like this because the water has power. It looks pretty when it's still or it looks nice at the beach, but when the beach starts coming to your house, that's not fun. And so we have some dynamics that are playing out here where dams are being breached. They're being concerned about breaches. They're not sure how long they're going to hold. I haven't seen the latest report to see if some of the dams in North Carolina that they were concerned were going to break overnight did break or not. I haven't had an update on that. But there are concerns. So if you are along the Waccamaw River, if you're along the News River, if you're along any of these bodies of water, that are in the northernmost part of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So everywhere above Georgetown County, South Carolina, Georgetown County, South Carolina, all the way up to Jacksonville, North Carolina, you ain't got no business to be standing around with your phone or your video camera or your car or anything near any of those bodies of water because at any given time, remember, we are coastal people, so you understand there's a high tide, there's a low tide. Well, we are talking about now all this extra water that's flowing back off the land from stormwater runoff and then anywhere where it's still raining or if any of those swalls come back around from the storm and starts raining again, that's more water coming in on top of that water. So, of course, that wherever you think the tide mark normally is on your house or, or that road or that causeway, that's not going to be the case. So you have numerous causeways that are washed out. You had bridge areas that are closed off, and for the first time that I've ever heard of in my life, an entire city has become an island here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and that is the city of Wilmington, North Carolina. Wilmington, North Carolina is currently cut off, and the only way that supplies are getting in there right now are via boat access. I checked in with folks, and so they were saying that the cell phone service is intermittent. I was going to have some of them try to get on if they could, but I don't want them using their power to be here on the radio when they may need it for emergencies. The stores and things that were there and had supplies are starting to run completely out of supplies now because, of course, what people did was if you looked at it, they said, oh, well, if the storm's coming in over the weekend, I'll stock enough for the weekend. But then what about after? 
So then with the rains and the flooding, it brought in more harm and locked people off. And so now people are at the point where some don't have enough supplies, but the people who did stay, I understand, are helping each other. They're doing their best to help each other as best they can. And then the people who evacuated, they're, you know, kind of sitting, biting their nails because they want to go home and they can't go home and they don't know when they'll be able to go home given the fact that Wilmington is waterlogged. It is blocked off. It is like having a moat now around Wilmington. Now, so that is in North Carolina, and Jacksonville, North Carolina, is north of Wilmington. So when you talk about the Outer Banks that lays out that area, you talk about the Cape Fear River, that is part of that area. That is another river that they are very concerned about with the massive amounts of water. And if you have looked at the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, if you have been following at uh, us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, you have seen just a little bit of the overhead footage that has been shot thus far to show how many towns in North Carolina are underwater, where imagine a stop sign and the water is all the way up to the point that is at right underneath the word stop. So if that gives you any indicator of how high the water levels are. So I-95 is also cut off coming into the Gullah Geechee Nation, where the North Carolina-South Carolina border are. You cannot drive down here. When you are coming on I-95, if you get to where Pedro start telling you how many miles it is to get to him, I'm telling you now, do not try to think, oh, I want to go see my people, I want to try to get in. No, because you're only going to cause other problems on that highway. There is no detour specifically from that location. So please do not try to just drive down and drive through this. Give folks time. There's still rain. There's still water that's going northward. So we don't need this fatality number to continue to increase. It is already um, in the teens. The last time that I looked, the number is in the teens of different people who have already passed away because of different things, trees falling on folks, you know, houses and, and all kinds of stuff, um, people having heart attacks and all of this. And there's a lot of stress associated with a storm. There's a lot of stress that people go through preparing for the storm. You use a lot of energy. You have to use a lot of focus to make sure you have certain things with you and certain things stored away and put away as best you can and the house prepared as best you can prepare it. And then the whole process of not really knowing what's going to happen in your particular area. And when you're watching things like the Weather Channel, it does not help because they're constantly giving you different reports and they're making it very dramatic because if they make it just simple and plain, people don't listen. So as much as a lot of folks that I appreciate that I watch on television were clowning the Weather Channel people for standing outside, I salute them for doing it because if they don't actually show some people literally, visually, what's flying around out there and how high the water is getting, they don't believe that it's even a problem and they think they can go outside and then get blown away. This is not the time to try to remake the Wizard of Oz. If that's your dream, this is not the time to play them kind of games. I know a lot of people out there, you wear sandals, you wear flip-flops. I'm telling you this for your benefit, for your health. You all see many pictures of me. You see I don't wear any of those things. 
There's good reason for that. But especially during a storm, during a storm and during flooding. I saw someone and I about had a fit screaming at the Weather Channel because this person jumped out of a car, had absolutely nothing on his feet. And then what was said to me was, oh, Queen, you know what they think? It's just water. It's not just water. This water that is out here right now is storm water, which means it has all types of contaminants in it, not to mention glass, metal, nails, all kinds of stuff that has blown off of buildings and cars and the what we call the built environment that you can't see and now you're going to go out there and slosh around with nothing on your feet or have your child out there with nothing on their feet, please stop that. You need to have some closed-in shoes. And if you, oh, I don't want to wear my sneakers because it costs too much. Well, how much your life worth? Is it worth more than the sneakers? If you don't have a pair of boots, then you need to put the sneakers on. You need to put socks on, put the sneakers on, tie them up to your feet because also in a situation like this, the ground is not what it normally is. So, therefore, you need something with traction, grip. What if you start slipping and sliding? Then you can be one of these people on the fatality list because you fell and hit your head. Someone did that as they were packing to evacuate, and that person is now passed on now. We don't need these kind of stories because you want to be comfortable. If you're going to be that comfortable, stay in your house. You shouldn't have been out to be on television for anybody to capture this. Okay, so I'm telling everybody who's listening, you tell anybody else, yeah, Queen Sound, she mad. I just, it really got on my nerves to see that someone didn't even have that level of common sense to realize if there are things dying because there's water that's flooded, there's creatures that could be dead in the water, they can now have the dead body floating around. It could be something poisonous. You don't know. There's all kinds of stuff in there. Septic tanks fail during this time. You all know what go down in the septic tank, don't you? I hope so. If not, Google that. Okay. Then you have a whole situation where they have already confirmed different toxic spills that happen in North Carolina because we've been dealing with these environmental injustices before now. But a coal ash plant had some things spill. And this is in the midst of the storm. They were concerned about a nuclear plant and whether it would fail if there was flooding. They shut the plant down. We still have no idea yet what potential contaminants got out of there. I'm concerned about Navassa, North Carolina, and I'm hoping if anybody's listening from out there from Navassa, please make sure when I give out the number to call in. Let me know how you're doing. I've been checking. I haven't yet gotten a response. But I want to know how Navassa is faring because they are right on the other side of the creek corner from Wilmington. And so this is the area where we've been dealing with the cleanup of the creosote and other contamination that was already there. So how does that affect that? So, again, don't just sit there, oh, well, you know, I don't care what she say. Yeah, she say what she want. I'm going to still go out here in my flip-flops. Well, also flip-flops aren't safe for you when you're in a crisis mode anyway. If you have to pick up and run, now you're going to be barefoot. Ask people who were 9-11 in New York that wore those. So this is not a time in life to not be prepared. You need to be prepared at all times because one of the things that I spent the last week doing 
was not only having to, in the middle of various sessions and trying to get resources for the Gullah Geechee Nation, keeping up with this storm was something I had to also do, but we were focused on climate change. We're focused on how can we stop some of the behavior on land that is causing the problems associated with climate change. Climate scientists know that also the continued exposure to all of these pollutants that are going out into the air and the emissions that are going out into the air, which is now warming the environment, is also having an effect on the amount and the intensity of these storms. So there is a link. There is a connection. And we're working on things so that our community here in the Gullah Geechee Nation can stand with the rest of the global community that says about the Paris Climate Agreement, we are still in. And I want to let you know that being amongst the thousands of people that were there representing the world at the Global Climate Action Summit, there was a lot of love sent back here to the Gullah Geechee Nation. A lot of people were very concerned about what was happening to us and what was happening in Hawaii, but especially to us because they were inundated with the reports of Florence and how intense the storm would be and how violent the storm would be, how much flooding was going to come with the storm. And a lot of those predictions we have now lived through to see that they came true. So what I'm saying to you is if you were that person who didn't want to believe the storm could be that bad, what about now? It's fast through here. Trying to also speak to people who live in inland areas along rivers. They often, oh, why y'all on them islands? Well, I ain't going to get into that whole discussion tonight. But there is no place that you can just run away from the changes that are happening in the environment. So this is the time that people think survivalists are crazy. No, they're not. They're prepared. And we have to get our focus together, Gullah Geechee family, and make sure we are prepared too. Others are investing in their emergency disaster preparedness for numerous things that they see are happening in the world, from war to storms. So this is not time to relax and kick back. I agree with the gentleman who wrote the piece in the Charleston Post and Courier that this is not time for us to be doing this drill over and over again in the Carolinas, either especially South Carolina. There needs to be a moratorium on building on our beach lines and into the marsh because that is helping to contribute to the problems because there's too much clear-cutting that happens to make these resort areas and these beach areas along the very areas that we need to have trees to protect us. All that recreation can happen a little further inland, and right now inland's flooding. So what are we going to do? As we said at the rally for climate, jobs, and justice, that we need to rise up. Hashtag rise up has been the hashtag. Hashtag culture for climate. You can do the word for or the number for are out there with people who have been looking at this issue, and God had it that in the midst of talking about how to bring together global leaders 
and bring together resources and bring together grassroots people and indigenous people to fight for the earth, to protect it, to heal it, to reverse some of these impacts. Here we had to look at all these simultaneous storms that were going on and now deal with how do we recover. But as we recover, I don't want you to forget. I want you to be ever ready. I appreciate the people on Facebook, the people on Twitter who've been sending your prayers and appreciation. I thank all of you for showing um, showing us some attention in the media by not just doing stories about the storm and just who stayed. We've spoken to everybody from NPR to Pacifica Radio to Yale to various publications, The Atlantic. There was another publication, Huffington Post, the New York Times. All of these have done pieces about us here in the Gullah Geechee Nation that have run on the AP wire, and people have been sharing them online, they've been in Google, and they wondered why we would stay, and they finally got around to the ultimate story about the other threat that we face beyond the storm, the one that we talk about on this radio station often, which is, the loss of property because of laws to try to displace the people. Well, you better wake up because as people continue to discuss migration from coastlines, and they call it retreat, and they put together these adaptation plans and these retreat plans, they're looking at our area. And if you are not aware and not at these meetings, when we have these meetings, you could be the piece of property that they plan for and then use to use these things that are going on in the environment to say why it's not safe for you to live there, while then the county or someone else gets their hands on it, the state gets their hands on it. So we're not doing this work dry long so. We're doing it so that we the binya and we ain't have a go. So please stay tuned, stay alert, stay woke if you're woke. If you ain't woke, somebody shake that person next to you and get them up Keep them up. Stay up. It is a serious thing that we are dealing with right now at this very moment. People's lives are at stake because the flooding is continuing in North Carolina. And we don't know what happens in the aftermath of flooding like this, and it's still so hot and humid. You have mosquitoes, which, of course, now they've saw West Nile virus before, and there's also the concern about malaria returning but then you also have other waterborne diseases as a result of things decaying in the water and other things, like I said, from septic tanks and then the other environmental harms that I mentioned possibly being in all the water. So stay out of the water. Stay away from water. Don't get food poisoning if you've lost light for several days. Be very concerned and be very careful about eating any food that you had just in the refrigerator and just in the freezer if there was nothing to keep it at the right temperatures. That's another concern. So please keep all these things in mind. And if you have power and you have opportunity and you want to let us know where you are and so we can notify folks and get some resources to where you are, please email GU. L-L-G-E-E-C-O at A-O-L dot com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at A-O-L dot com. Or go to at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. Send us a message on there. 
go to Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, send us a message on there. If this is emergency stuff, don't send us these messages that a bunch of y'all have been sending about nonsense that could be dealt with when it's not a stormy day. Do you want to do genealogy research and all these other different things? Could you hold off until we make sure everybody is all right? So don't just send us, hi, how y'all doing? I just found out I was Gullah Geechee messages in the midst of us trying to make sure that we save lives because we've had a lot of those. And I couldn't understand what planet some people were actually on that they didn't realize that this hurricane was headed toward us while it was sending us just general la-di-da, whoop-de-woo messages. So please refrain from that for the rest of the month. How about that? Give us the rest of the month that you write your other questions down about your general interest in Gullah Geechee and let's focus on saving the lives of the Gullah Geechee people and then trying to get this land healed in such a way that the people can come back, restore themselves in their homes, settle back in, and let's get back down to the real business of holding on to the land and keeping our cultural heritage alive here so that you all have some family on this coast that you can come see. And keep in mind what I'm saying. We still have the rest of this month, the rest of October, to get through hurricane season. So keep praying, keep focusing, but be prepared, especially if you were caught out there without money, without gas, without food supplies and other things before this one. If you go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, GullahGeecheeNation.com, our blog, I have a whole thing on disaster preparedness on there. If you go to YouTube and look up Gullah Geechee Get Ready, you'll see I have videos on there that tell you the types of things that you need for emergency preparedness and disaster preparedness because just because we're talking about a hurricane now, it could be something else at another time. And these are necessary things that you should have around, non-perishable goods and bleach and sanitizer, alcohol and cash, not plastic cards to go to an ATM, physical money, legal tender, these types of things that you should have and how we need to make sure you amass these things so that if you have to leave for one cause or another or you have to, as they say, hunker down where you are, that you can survive through it until they can get more resources to you. So right now, some of the things I've been able to do thus far in terms of the allocation of resources, I'm in touch with all the different county folks and, and federal people. They always make sure to get details to us. And so if you go ahead and follow us at Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, GU, you'll see that we consistently post places for resources things in regard to floods and what you should and should not do, things about your food and refrigeration, what you should and should not do, proper use of generators, what you should and should not do, because we've also had reports of people at every storm, there's some people that die because of carbon monoxide poisoning because the generator is inside the garage or inside the house and they don't realize and then the whole families die. We've had even sadly that we saw that there were homes that were on fire in the midst of the hurricane coming through in North Carolina. So there's a lot of different things when people don't use generators correctly that could be harmful. It's not about just keeping your cell phone charged or keeping, hoping to keep your TV on when there's a storm going. So definitely you got to be safe about these things. And so as we look to 
what happens after the storm. We know the mental toll, the physical toll that is played on people. So we have emergency management people that deal with this type of trauma and stress relief that will also come into the community and have meetings with folks. They'll sit with folks that'll help folks. So please just let us know. If you have your family and friends out there, you know where they are, again, get to us at G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Go to GullahGeecheeNation.com. You can send email from there. You can also go to Twitter at Gullah Geechee and send us a message from there. And you can go to Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook as well and let us know exactly where they're located. Don't say they're in North Carolina. I mean, where? Okay, so give us some specific details. If you are the person and you can hear us and you're in the midst of Wilmington, the areas that are cut off right now, and there's some things that we can do or we need to know, please let us know that because you're literally on the ground and you can tell us what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what's there, what's not there, what's safe and what's not safe. And so we got to also keep in mind animals and creatures adapt. So another thing I saw on the Weather Channel was deers that were just swimming on across with their family. They ain't leave no family behind. They went on and they were swimming with their family, going across and over to another section. Well, the animals know how to find higher ground. God made it so that they know how to handle these things for the most part. So if the deers were moving, snakes are moving. If the deers are moving, alligators are moving. Once again, stay out of the water. Don't let your children outdoors to play in water. No time soon, all right? They play in water, let it be in the bathtub inside the house. And if you know that your water supply has been cut off because that means they could potentially, if you have city water, could be contaminants in the aquifer and they cut it off, then you need that water that you got in the tub because you don't know how long it's going to take for them to restore that. We know that there are tens of thousands of different companies going into the upper part of Carolinas and into North Carolina have been helping to try to restore power, especially starting tomorrow when they feel it will dry out and the rains will start to cease from the coastline area and they don't really anticipate them coming right back. That will give them a lot more hours in a day to work. So please, if you see areas where the trucks are there trying to work with the people, please go another way. If you can go another route, go around or whatever, don't hold up the people or get in the way to work. And then, you know, when they're cutting the trees and moving the trees and all that stuff, if you're not there to come in and help and do some work, please don't just be out there on the street in the areas where folks are working. All right? So if you are interested in knowing more about how you can donate, we do have a GoFundMe for our our recovery, Gullah Geechee Rebuilding Fund. And if you go to Twitter, if you go to our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, you go to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio's Facebook fan page, that is up, and you can make donations there. You can email us at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We'll send you the link directly, and this way we can get funding to different people to help them restore, and we can buy the items and get them up there, bleach and various other things. And once it dries out, we'll know what supplies in terms of building supplies we can get up to the northern part of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And we're also going to be pulling together people that are willing to help with repair work we are going to support the effort that is going on in North Carolina. 
And I want you to read this to you because they call for solidarity and not charity. The Southern Vision Alliance out of North Carolina has called for solidarity and not charity. It's the People's Disaster Relief Fund. They are coming together. The Gully Gucci Sea Island Coalition is working with them. It's the Southern Vision Alliance, the Blueprint North Carolina, Eastern North Carolina Table, the Environmental Justice Network, and the Farm Labor Organizing Committee, along with other grassroots groups, have distribution centers with relief supplies and repair crews in eastern North Carolina. They want self-determination for the communities that are impacted by this devastation by Hurricane Florence and they want to continue to fight against environmental racism in the area. So our partners at the NAACP in North Carolina that are right now outside of Wilmington that had evacuated, can't get back in, were able to send us the contact. And so we do have the email for those at Southern Vision that we're working with so that if you want to be on a repair crew, email us, and we'll make sure they get your information. Email us with your email and your phone number, name and phone number, and what you can do on a repair crew. They also have supply collection sites in the Triangle. So if you live in North Carolina, you all know what the Triangle is. And so in the Triangle right now in Durham, you can take things over to Durham Fruit Company, which is at 305 South Dillard Street, Okay, 305 South Dillard Street, that's the Dorn Fruit Company. They are accepting donations and the drop-off hours over there are Monday through Thursday of this week from 10 to 5. Okay, they also need people to volunteer there to help sort these supplies and work with the distribution and getting them out to sites. Okay, so if you want to be a volunteer to actually work there, just show up at 9 o'clock in the morning on any one of these days between now and, well, now not today, right? You can't do 9 today. But tomorrow, between tomorrow and Thursday, show up at 9 o'clock right there at the Durham Fruit Company, and then you can help. And, yeah, in the triangle, for those who don't know the geography here in the Carolinas, this is inland, okay? This is further way up higher where they they can actually navigate right now because they haven't had the flooding and stuff that they're dealing with here on the coast, and they're going to get everything staged there and then bring it down to the coast and to the different cities and towns, even in the middle part of the state that have been inundated with water, okay? So now the next place is the North Carolina A. Philip Randolph Institute. Yes, A. Philip Randolph that you all hear me talk about on this show a lot that we just celebrated because of Labor Day once again. There is a North Carolina A. Philip Randolph Institute. It's at 1408 Hillsborough Street in Raleigh. Okay, 1408 Hillsborough Street in Raleigh, and you can go there from now to, from well, tomorrow now because the hours are over for the day. But tomorrow all the way to Friday, you can drop off from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. every day. All right, every day from 12 to 4, and that's going to be ongoing until we see, so I don't need the supplies anymore, whatever, but 12 to 4, Sunday through Friday. So for this week, you got from tomorrow through Friday, 12 to 4, to go ahead and take things, and then you can start back up again Sunday. And that's at the North Carolina A. Philip Randolph Institute, 1408 Hillsborough Street in Raleigh. The next donation drop-off point in Chapel Hill, Carborough, is actually at Zog's Pool Hall. So y'all could go there and play a game and take this stuff on over there. Y'all could do that this evening. 
All right, because, well, tomorrow, no, this evening, too, because from Sunday to Tuesday, they're going to be accepting things Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. at the pool hall. All right, Zog's Pool Hall is at 108 Henderson Street. That's between Franklin and Rosemary in Chapel Hill. All right, so if you're in Chapel Hill and you're listening, 108 Henderson Street between Franklin and Rosemary, you go on over there to the pool hall, Drop off some supplies between 3 and 11 yards because shooter gave a pull. Ain't nothing wrong with that after you did the real due diligence of taking the stuff over there. Then this ain't the spot I really want to send you to, but also the Steel Strings Brewery at 106 South Greensboro and Carborough. They're accepting things from 4 p.m. to midnight, all right, Monday through Saturday, 4 p.m. to midnight. So right now you could get off this once you leave off the show here listening um, if you can't drive and listen, then go ahead and you can drop off supplies over there if you're in the Carborough area, all right? Now, the main things that are needed at this time are toiletries. They need toilet paper, toiletries, infant formula, adult diapers, hand sanitizer, hygiene wipes, canned food, non-perishable food, water, tarps and ropes for securing roofs, solar lights, first aid kits, Tylenol, Pepto-Bismol, rain gear, adult clothes, five-gallon gas cans filled with the gas, not the empty can, bleach and cleaning supplies, Ziploc bags, air mattresses and cots, pillows, carry bags, generators and ice packs. I would add to this list, you need work gloves, you need boots of various sizes and kinds from children to adults to help get people who need to wade out of water or work in that water. They need other work tools and other things. So if you keep following our page, I will make sure when I get off the air to repost the disaster preparedness information I have out there. If you go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, type in the little search box, disaster preparedness, the entire thing will come up with videos and the checklist that I have out there. You can also go to Google and put in Queen Quet, Quet, Q-U-E, and Disaster Preparedness, and I have a very long list um, so that you will see all the different things. And a lot of them, uh, these things on this list, there's a couple on here I didn't put on there, the name brand drugs that they have on there. But everything else is on that list uh, and a whole lot more than that in terms of what you would need. So I know this is a somewhat hasty supply list and kind of standard one that goes out with storms. But definitely people will need personal supplies, cleanup supplies, health supplies, and household supplies. As simple as that. Personal supplies, cleanup supplies, health supplies, and household supplies. All right? So we will be blogging at GullahGeecheeNation.com about these sites and more as they come in in terms of how we can help to be part of giving solidarity and not charity. We please also, though, use that GoFundMe link that we set up. We set it up a couple of years ago when the storms had hit here in the South Carolina coast. We prayed that we would not need it this season. We didn't use it last season, but we had to use it again this time because we got to help our people out. And so definitely the funds that come in, we can help to also get these things that are being collected along our southern part of the Gullah Geechee Nation's coast brought up to folks directly.
directly along this coast as soon as the coast is literally clear enough to drive them up there. But in the meantime, these folks that are doing this effort from the triangle, if you're up that side, this is a way that you can give and you can be a part of the work to help people continue to live. So continue the prayers, continue the positive energy. Please don't just read these articles that we are posting on Facebook and write stuff like good read, thanks for sharing, and just share it. Please also, every single dollar does count. Please at least make a $5 donation, whether you make it to the link that we posted for GoFundMe for the rebuilding effort or to the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund that is ongoing fundraising effort, please make a contribution in some way. I will also be back out in Florida, which is where a lot of times we have to send the relief effort. And thank God, you know, they're all right this time, and they are gathering materials for us already in Yuli area in the Gullah Geechee Nation. People have already come together to put things together and reached out to know what all do they need to put together so they can get it up here into the Carolinas. So we thank our Representative Glenda Simmons-Jenkins for coordinating that down there. And so as I go down to Florida next week, I know I'll be loaded up with a lot of supplies to bring back this way. I will be at the University of Florida in Gainesville on Tuesday, September the 25th, I'll be at the auditorium at the campus. I'll be presenting from 7 to 8 o'clock that evening. So please, if you can come out, please do come out and support this part of the ongoing Gullah Geechee Save the Sea Islands tour that I'm on and because it is crucial that we get folks to work with us, to work with us, to stand with us, because there's a lot that's going on here on an ongoing basis that I think was very effectively captured in some of the articles that were done. And interestingly enough, the New York Times did one about the land theft that goes on and the various ways that it's been done and the type of threat that we face on a regular basis. And so I'm I'm happy that this storm has not just caused panic, but caused some focus for folks, not only Gullah Geechee folks, but for other folks who say they love our culture and tradition so much they admire it from movies and stuff like that. Well, this is our reality. It's not about the fictional films that you may have seen. This is a reality that we're living every day that if we are not dealing with a political storm and the fallout from it, from somebody who comes in thinking that the next best thing is to build something else along the coast and displace the people, we now have the very environment speaking back against that and tearing down things that people are building in the wrong places. And so it is a crucial time. It is a spiritually shifting time because the thing that would not leave my mind is that Many of you know we celebrate Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week annually. All the counties and townships that did not participate are the ones where we're dealing with this aftermath of Florence. All the ones that participated are the ones that are fine. I could not escape that all weekend. God kept showing that to me. 
God continued to show it into this moment. And I mentioned it to a few people, but I mentioned it to you so that you would just stop for a minute. Think about the seed you're planting. And you know I always say, Hona must take care of the root for heal the tree. We don't need the trees to fall for us to look at the roots. We want the trees to stand tall. We want to be that tree planted by the rivers of the water that shall not be moved. And right now, I continue to hear my ancestors say, well, God, get ready, hold on, have a move. So it's time for us to move together, work together, children. Don't you get weary. Bread can't still go and meet in this promised land. But we have to live right and treat each other right here. We can't turn our backs on people and say, well, it's just for my group that I want you in this particular place while I displace the rest of y'all who were the ones who built this very place and not have to account for it. So as we count up the cost of the moment, let us take some time to spiritually reflect. Let us pray that we come out of this united and that we come out of it where people would look to one another in a more positive and unified way. Let's not fall asleep after the storm is over. Let's stay woke and let's work together. Because this global crisis, climate crisis, is one that affects everyone. Everyone. So you can't pick and choose who you working with and who you want to live by like this. We need to see how we can help one another. God has us all here at this time together for a reason. And let us not have tragedies be the only thing that bring us together. And then bring us together just, you know, to hand over a few canned goods and say we did a whole lot and then walk away while people suffer months later. Because financially, they can't go back home or they can't rebuild. Or FEMA say, well, you got his property, we can't give you no money to fix nothing. We need to be able to stand together. Like our ancestors did, they used to raise the houses together. They would take one crew, build one place, you finish there, you take that crew, go build the next person's house. You take that crew, you go build the next person's house. That's what we're going to continue to have to do here. Because ain't time to go. We'd have been here, we in the Guayana, we're tall, tall. We just have to reverse our actions. Cry out to God. The righteous people do that. We do that together. God will heal the land. I'm telling you, I know not what I think. I've seen the power of prayer, not only with this storm, but with others. And I thank everybody that prayed for and with me while I was on the West Coast and while I'm here on our coast. So I'm continuing to pray for every family that is affected by this storm. But I pray that Hunter now know better so Hunter do better so that we can heal physically, emotionally, spiritually from this storm and that we can be prepared for the rest of what is yet to come. And let's change this climate together. Be united, people. That's what we need right now. It's about unity. Let's do this together. So I'm going to open up the phone lines, as I mentioned earlier, for these last few minutes, just in case somebody has some updates and reports for us. Uh, you have some other locations where people can bring items and contribute. Please call in at 347 324-3903, 347-324-3903, and continue to follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter 
at Gullah Geechee is on Instagram, but we're not posting about the storms and things there. We'll be doing it via our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, which will also simultaneously tweet at Gullah Geechee on Twitter. And you can also, again, email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we'll keep you posted. If you follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, we're going to be seeking out some additional information besides what I just read aloud for these North Carolina locations and our Florida locations and other places where contributions can be made and donations can come in for supplies and so that we can then get those supplies here to the upper part of South Carolina and then to that little uh, southeastern corner of North Carolina. It's the, it's the northernmost part of the Gullah Geechee Nation, but it's the southern part of North Carolina that's being affected, infected right on the coast. So talk about coastal Carolinas, okay? So the both are where we're dealing with the effects of Florence and where people have to rebuild, where people have to withstand the receding waters and then come out of this and then get these things going and get back to life here and back to reality, as the song would say. And definitely... Right now, we have a lot of other family and friends who live in the inland of North Kakalaki, South Kakalaki. They're dealing with a lot of the water and the concerns about living along riverways. Some didn't even know they were on a riverway or near a dam until a dam breaches. And they're in urbanized areas and suburbanized areas, and that's what makes the flooding worse because there's nowhere for that water to go through that asphalt. So that's why parts of I-95 had uh, broken, you cannot get out to certain islands in the Outer Banks or other parts of certain parts of North Carolina along the coast because there's pieces of bridges have broken off, pieces of highway have broken off, different things like that. The bridge stability has to be checked. We have the Coast Guard that has been working very hard. We thank them. We thank all of the emergency management personnel in the Carolinas and surrounding areas that have said, well, we're going to come to Carolina and help you because we know what it feels like. We thank the folks out in Texas. Like I said, our prayers are with you, too, as the water recedes out there. We pray that the families will be all right. Right. And we definitely don't want to hear about a bunch of sickness transfer because people just didn't stay inside and stay away from the water. If you're not going to join in one of the crews to go help with cleanup, please just stay out of these areas. And we'll continue to post to you and let you know don't drive in water. Even if it looks like it's a little bit of water, it may not be. Then your car or truck will flood out. So please don't just say, oh, I'm going to go ahead and go out here and try to get back to the coast either. Let's wait until literally this coast is clear. And so in the meantime, I just want you to know we care. We love you. We know what it's like to have to recover from the storm, and we're here, and we're going to do whatever we can. And as reports come in to me, I'm getting the information on to others who are within the federal government as well as state level that are helping us to make sure that there's equity in the distribution of the resources here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So I was thankful that my folks up in the hill let me know that, Queen, we still got your back. We're here. We're, we're, in, we're posted before the storm arrives, and they've been contacting me since then to make sure that all is well with as many of us as we possibly can say. And so on Facebook, please, if we see you got the message from Gullah Geechee that said we ask if you're safe or not, please mark yourself safe. If you know you safe, go on myself safe. Ain't gonna take you about a minute to click that. You could click like on foolishness, or you could click share. 
So you can click and mark self safe. You don't got to write no message. Just click that you're safe because we are looking at it and we are checking to see if people are right. And I'm glad to see that a lot of the people who are our Facebook friends have responded and said that you were fine and that, you know, it was a little rain here or there where you were, but nothing major. So thank you, Lord, for that. So so we definitely know we say the water to bring we the water going to take we back, but we don't need to be taken away. and We need to be taken back mentally, spiritually, to working together, to uplifting one another for sure, but we don't need to be washed away. We need to hold upon this land for as long as we can and hold upon we culture while we the dare. So this is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation, and I just want to thank everybody who's sending out your prayers, positive energy, and that's contributing financially for help we and we we gully geeky family. So I must say thank you, thank you to Hunter Chillin, but thank you, thank you to God for blessing we because this year is not the what's said it could have been. So thank God for the blessing well we done going through one more again. So keep your heads up, stay woke, stay alert, get prepared now because the season is not over with. I look forward to seeing a bunch of you in Gainesville, Florida on next Tuesday, the 25th, 7 o'clock, the University of Florida Auditorium. I will be speaking about not only what's going on at this point with the recovery, but also what we're doing at the Global Climate Action Summit and where we're going next year to New York City taking action for the environment as well. And so if you want to join us in this movement, please Make sure to stay in touch. You can follow me at gullageechee.net, at gullageechee on Twitter, at gullageechee on Facebook, gullageechee nation on Facebook, at gullageechee on Instagram, and you don't know what is going on around you. And make sure you tune in to gullageechee TV, and you can hear a lot more that I've shared about our legacy during the Gullah Geechee Save the Sea Islands tour. And definitely, we don't need to make new islands here. We're trying to save the same land on which currently stand. So let's get the fam back home out there in Wilmington. Nevada, our prayers are with you. Get in touch with me if y'all are right, all right? Love you all. Peace and blessings. This should the queen. Go ahead, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. <laughs>